You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Marcus Mosier of Bleacher Report. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And as always, I'm joined by Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBTB. Landon, how you doing tonight, sir? Well, I'm I'm ready to get a win come tomorrow, but other than that, yeah, or today, I guess, but but yeah, other than that. It's been a while, right? Yeah, I'm ready to get a win. All right. Uh, coming up on today's show, we talk about the Cowboys matchup against the Redskins. We're going to talk about a bunch of different things we're looking forward to seeing. Instead of talking about the specific matchups against the Redskins, which we've already done on another podcast, and you can go back and listen to that one. We can kind of get down to the nitty-gritty of some of those matchups. We're actually just going to talk about some of the things that we're looking forward to seeing. So let's go ahead and start right off. Um, before we get to the players, this is a very simple question, and I know the the answers might differ here, but does this game ultimately matter for the Cowboys this season? Is it important that they get a win or are you of the belief that they should maybe try to artificially tank this game and uh, try to improve their draft pick? So does this game matter for the Cowboys this year? Absolutely. I mean, I think, look, the Cowboys aren't to that spot yet where they should be uh, automatically or, you know, artificially tanking. I am I am not one of those people that is against, you know, universally artificially tanking as a rule, but the Cowboys are not in that position. They are not in a spot where it's time to rebuild the team, despite what some people are, you know, saying right now. I think that you are still in a position that you're still, you still have playoff scenarios. I mean, like, you're this alive. isn't, I mean, you're alive. Like, it's not like it's, and it's not, you know, completely ridiculous. I mean, you need to win out. And you need some some help, but I mean, even if and we'll talk about it, like looking at the schedule, like winning out is not like such an unrealistic possibility. And I'll, I'll let you discuss that part of it. In yeah, a let's sec, go, but, let's talk about that really quickly. But yeah, because well, they play. Well, look at it. Yeah, they play the me. Redskins this week. Obviously, they play them at home, and then they play the Giants next week with Geno Smith at quarterback. It might be Davis Webb by that time. I've kind of heard little rumblings that they're just putting Geno out for one week. And then having Davis Webb play the following week, he may and not even play, play the whole game. He, right. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Davis Webb got, got you know the second half and then took that job completely. I mean, the whole thing I think not to interrupt you, the whole thing to no, me now fine. looks like it was just a whole all a PR move just to not necessarily put Davis Webb immediately in there. So yes. yes, I think at this point, like now that the jig is up, that they may just put Davis Webb in there as soon as possible. Right. So then you have the Giants. In New York, I, I don't think that's going to be a hard game, especially now that you're seeing them put some guys on IR like Janoris Jenkins. I think Justin Pugh is another guy that they're considering putting on IR. So that team is going to be absolutely tanking uh, when they see them next week. Then they go to Oakland, and, I mean, you, you, you can see Oakland now. They are struggling as a team. Nothing is clicking for them. Uh, then they play Seattle at home. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott will be eligible to play in that game. Seattle, who knows what Seattle is going to look like at that point. Um, they've got a bunch of injuries on defense. They are a totally different team away from home. And then in the final game of the season against the Eagles, who may not have anything to play for. So the schedule does not look as bad as we thought it was going to look like coming into the season. And this always happens. Everybody freaks out about the schedule. But uh, if the Cowboys can play 
you know, football like they were playing before the Ezekiel suspension, they should have no problem getting to that week 16, week 17 game and staying alive. And right before we came on the podcast, I was going through the ESPN playoff simulator, which is fantastic. You guys should go check it out. And you can click on the matchups and kind of predict of who you think is going to uh, finish at what spot. And the more that I look at it, all they have to do is win out, obviously. But they just need the Lions to like lose one game and then they're in. They're, they're actually going to have some nice uh, conference tiebreakers with a couple of the other teams. Even the teams like Atlanta, they, if they get into a three-way tie with Atlanta, I think they're going to get in over them. So it's not that tough of a schedule. So yes, this game absolutely matters. But um, I also think it matters for them to not go into the offseason with you know this kind of stench around them if they can finish at nine and seven ten and six your draft pick's not going to be that much drastically different than sitting at seven and nine or whatever they finish at i think it's important that they get on a little bit of a run here and you know start to build that confidence back up look and and i'm still very much of the belief that a lot of what's going on is about who they've played and uh, I, I mean, not all of it, but I mean, I think that when you look at the schedule, it is definitely a lot more favorable than it has been in the early part of the season. So, yes, uh, and and I think you know, again, combined with the fact with where the roster is with injuries and suspensions, I I think that if they could figure out ways to win this game, I, I feel pretty confident about New York and and Oakland just because both of those teams are just in complete disarray. At this point, um, I feel confident about Seattle because you'll get Zeke back. And if you're I, playing, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I feel like you, you, you can, you, yeah. Like I don't feel not confident about Seattle. Sure. Um, I, I mean, I certainly am not like you know dreading that game at any point, especially if Zeke is back. And then no matter what, I was just going to make this point. No matter what happens, if you're either good enough to win it all, go in the, the tournament and win it all, or you're not. So if that Week 16 game is the thing that's standing between you and the playoffs, like it doesn't really matter if Philadelphia has anything to play for or not. Like you got to go in there, in there and beat them if the right. goal is to get into the playoffs. So it does. You don't really care what their mentality is. Of course, if they're not playing to win. That will help, but you can't expect that because it's the Cowboys and the Eagles, and they probably aren't going to want to face you, so they're probably going to try to beat you. So you need to be able to go in knowing that you need to win these games, regardless of you know outside circumstance. At this point, you don't control your own desti- destiny completely, but when that situation arises, literally the only thing you can control is whether you win or lose. Right. So you need to focus on that, and and if it doesn't work out and you miss the playoffs. You know, I'd I'd much rather do that than to gain an extra four or five spots in the in the draft because you tried to artificially tank and then, I mean, God only knows what that does to your actual psyche. You know, so sure. Here's the other thing, and this is kind of a selfish reason, but it sucks watching and covering a team that's out of the playoff contention. I mean, those games you don't look forward to the games. You're not excited to watch them. But if the Cowboys lose this week and they're sitting at seven losses. I mean, we all know they're out of the playoffs at that point. We have another month that we have to cover and talk about this team knowing that they're not going to the playoffs. That's just no fun. I mean, it's really not. It gets boring. We say the same things over and over again. We have to pretend like we care about some of these games that we know don't matter. It's just not as much fun. Um, and so that's why I, I, even if even if the Cowboys are, you know, 
eliminated by week 16 or 17, it's fun to at least have that hope and, um, you know, still believe like you're playing meaningful football. That's, as the great Herm Edwards say, said, you play to win the game, right? Absolutely. That's why you got a head coaching job again, right? (sighs) All right. So let's talk about some of the other players that we're going to be looking forward to watching. Um, No Sean Lee in this game. No Justin Durant. From what I've been told, Anthony Hitchens is very, very questionable to play in this game. So my question to you, what can we expect the Cowboys to do at linebacker, specifically Will linebacker, if Hitchens is out? Well, I mean, I assume that if Hitchens isn't playing, that you're probably going to look at Damian Wilson uh, mostly at will, I would think. Um, you know, I think that there might be – it really depends on what they who they consider to be their backup Mike, you know, because if their backup Mike – They don't have one. Well, I mean, no, but I mean, you know, in the same way that they don't have a backup <laughs> kicker, they have a plan for someone who's their backup <laughs> kicker. So I guess, you know, whoever they plan, would plan on playing Mike, if something were to happen to Jalen – um, then you could look at that and then maybe kick Jalen over. I guess it really depends on, you know, I, I would have to think who is – Jalen is definitely one of your linebackers. The question He's starting becomes, in middle. Yeah, well, yes. I'm saying at that point, then it becomes do you, you know, wh- which position do you feel more comfortable with the backup at, Mike or at Will? And, and at this point, you know, <laughs> you're down to your fourth Will or your fifth Will, so it's – Probably not feeling very comfortable about either of them, but I would say that you're. I would probably put Wilson at Mike. I mean, at Will, and then uh, you know just keep Jalen at Mike, and then go from there. Um, Wilbur as your Sam. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, I guess really the, the the wild card here is I remember that they played Wilbur at Mike at, at some certain points, <laughs> um, but I don't really remember like how well he played there. So. Obviously, it wasn't great, but but uh, you know, I mean, we're not talking about you know great play at this point. We're talking about fourth and fifth string linebackers. And I imagine that if if things got very desperate, that they could probably move Key Smith, their fullback, back to linebacker if things got you know where they're you know they're down to whoever playing that spot. I know I know he took some reps in practice at that spot at the I believe the middle linebacker spot. So. Who knows? It's it's going to be something to watch this week. Um, well, what about what about that other guy that they just signed? And I know I shouldn't probably say say it like that without knowing his name, but they just signed a guy uh, who played linebacker, uh, the Lillard Justin or L- L- March Lillard. That's what his name is. Uh, I, yeah. I, you know, the, the, he's another guy that they have on the squad who Justin March Lillard. That's his yeah. Name. He hasn't been like um, active. I think in, in the last game, he's been one of your healthy scratches i you know obviously just by numbers you have to think that he's probably on the game day roster right um i would think so yeah yeah i would think that he probably is definitely a a will candidate more than a mike so uh you know that's just another name to keep in mind i don't really know if they have plans for him to play snaps we have seen kyle wilbur take some snaps at will which is the most ridiculous thing i've ever seen but it it happened so uh, I think it was in the playoff game in 2014 they had him playing Will, if I remember right, correctly. That's right, yeah. So, I mean, just to kind of tell you, <laughs> you know, what, what's what's possible, that is possible. Oh, man. It's, this is going to be fun. All right, coming up on today's show, we're still going to talk about Lyle Collins, uh, a little bit about Dak Prescott, and some of the young kids we're excited to watch. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that.
All right, so Lyle Collins did not practice at all this week, um, and it sounds likely that Byron Bell might get the start at right tackle. Uh, should we expect the game plan to change at all with him at right tackle, and how do you expect Bell to fare at, at right tackle if he has to go this week? Well, I mean, I think I feel probably more comfortable with Bell at right tackle if he has to play. Um, right. I, I think that it, it – it just it, first of all, I think it's a little bit easier for them to cover up, and it's also a little bit easier um, uh, for them to, uh, you know, for, for for Bell to play. I mean, I just think that it's it's if I remember correctly, when he was playing with Tennessee, he spent a lot more time at right tackle than than left, um, so he probably just has a lot more snaps there. Um, you know, just the kind of player that he's normally going to face, especially at this point in the season, uh, might be a little bit better suited for him, and and. Um, uh, I, I think that uh, again, it's it's one of those situations where the Cowboys as a team probably have a lot more um, what's the word I'm looking for history, I guess, of, of protecting that right side than than having to help, help protect that left side sure. too. Yeah. Um, so they maybe have more. Why not play Chaz Green though? That, that's my question. Why not play Chaz Green at right tackle and see how he does? I, I mean, I think it, I think it is a uh, Chuck Knobloch situation. I mean, I think it's a. I think it's maybe I'm using the wrong reference, but it's a. I think it's a mental thing. I mean, I, I look. I mean, Chaz Green is not the as bad a player as what we saw. Absolutely those, those days. Like, I mean, I've never seen him play like that before, and I think it clearly got to a point uh, where uh, where it was, you know, it. It, it, it was mental for him. You know, he, he can't, he, he couldn't, because it's technique. I mean, if you watch it, he's just, he stops his feet and lunges at the guys. And, and I just think that he can't, he has it in his brain that he can't get to the guy. And so he just stops at some point and just gets desperate and, and bends at the waist. Uh, and, and it makes no and sense. Just, yeah. It just, it's so, I, I mean, I, I, I think at this point it's, it's mental. So I think they can't, at this point, how do you trust Chaz Green? And, uh, and I'm saying this is someone who's a ch- been a Chaz Green defender. It's like I at least trusted Chaz when he was on the field. You know that was been that's been my thing this whole time is that I I've always I've always felt like that that was you know his thing is that when he got on the field he was fine. But if he like if the if my hypothesis is correct that he had a you know normal week of practice and then put that stinker of a performance out on the field that on uh, that Sunday. That it's like, how could you ever trust that he wouldn't just do that again? You know, I mean, it's it's. I think you can't really, at, le- at least not right away. I think it's it's you, you you are at a point where you have to know. You have to know that that's it's it's not it's not happening for him right now, and and he he's got something that he has to get past mentally. He has to find a way to get his technique back on track, and I don't know that that's happening. You know, over a couple of weeks. All right, let's pause for a second so I can tell you guys about the Pro Football Focus. If you guys need a Pro Football Focus subscription, your best bet, other than going out and just getting it for yourself, is to leave a review for the show on iTunes. Just leave a five-star review and your Twitter handle, and you'll be eligible to win a free Pro Football Focus ad subscription. You will have access to NFL player grades, snap counts, and positional ranks, fantasy projections, rankings, tools, and charts, NFL draft coverage with PFF profiles and stats, fantasy dfs and nfl draft articles and of course team and player pages featuring pff signature stats again all you have to do is leave a review and your twitter handle and you'll be eligible to win a free 
Pro Football Focus ad subscription. All right, let's talk about some of the things that we are excited to see in this matchup. Uh, I'll go ahead and start. One of the things I'm most looking forward to seeing in this game is uh, some of the young kids. So we know that Xavier Woods is going to play at safety and he's going to start. We know that uh, Chidobe Awuzie is going to get more run probably as the outside corner. Jalen's going to start in the middle. Uh, Malik Collins might not play in this game, too. We've kind of heard that he's been dealing with a couple uh, lower leg injuries. So that means Lewis Neal might start. So I'm curious to see how these young kids play. Uh, is Awuzie able to grab that outside corner spot? Does he look comfortable there? Does Woods look better in a full-time role? How does Jalen look as kind of the signal caller on defense and the you know the the only sure thing you have at the linebacker spot. I'm curious to see how those kids play and if they can step up this week. So who are you looking forward to watching this week? I mean I think you, you got you got a pretty good list there. I, I think that it's you know a lot of the, the younger guys on defense, specifically uh, you know Chidobe and, and and some more of Jordan Lewis and seeing how Xavier Woods handles going back into uh uh you know, moving back inside of the corner spot, I think that all the all of that is is going to be maybe uh, Noah very, Brown. Well, I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know if. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be. You think he'll be active with with all the injuries with the linebacker spot? I just assume that I mean, he would be a guy that might be down this week. So, well, you're going to have so many guys out that he might be active just because you have so many guys that might not be eligible to play. Maybe. I mean, that may be true. Uh, yeah. I mean, if he's playing, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, look, look, all these guys you know, have clearly have futures on the on on the team. So, um, uh, but I think at this point, it's it's you know, <clears throat> getting some experience and 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 seeing what they can do to try to help you win the game. And and you know, it's kind of a tough balance, I, I think, at times. So, the guys that are going to be playing, they'll be playing relative to what their ability is to help you win the game. So, and I think, you know, the reason that Jadobi Awuzie is going in to start is not necessarily just to get him experience, but because you need something to turn that position around. All right, let's go ahead and do our predictions. The the most important part of our show that we do all week, correct? No. This is the thing that, okay. I know that you hate these, but I love them. <laughs> uh, I will go first. Uh, I really struggle with this prediction all week. Uh, I've, I've kind of thought that they they might just be tanking, and you know everything seems like it's going wrong. But I have just this strange feeling that the Cowboys are going to rebound and make this a competitive game. And I'm actually going to pick the Cowboys to win this one and save their season for one more week. I will go ahead and predict that they it's a score of 21 to 20, a close game that comes down to the end with a Dan Bailey field goal or something like that. So the Cowboys win 21-20. What do you got, Landon? I got them winning 21-20, Marcus. What's that? I mean, I, I, I got them winning 21-20. to No, you I, don't. I, yeah, I mean, I do. <laughs> I, I, because this is nonsense, so why not 21-20? <laughs> sure. I don't know. I, it, tw- 24-21, Cowboys. I, it's, I, I, think that they, I think that they will win. Um, listen, because, people turn into the show to listen to our predictions. They know this is the I most hope accurate don't. spot. Please don't, guys. <laughs> if, please turn it turn it for other reasons. Um, but no, I, I think that uh, I think that uh, I think they win because they are desperate for a win, and they're probably pretty sick of what's been going on all week. Um, and I think that they, you know, look. I mean, I think it's been a tough week, but I also think that uh, it's going to be a little bit better. 
uh, you know, of, of, a, of a protection situation this week, um, hopefully with Tyron back another week. Um, I know that it's going to be tough, you know, if, if Collins can't play, but I feel like uh, despite – that even though Washington is very adept at getting pressure, I think the Cowboys are going to find a way to finally kind of remarry their their run and, and pass attack on offense. And then I think that you know on defense, the the you know Kirk Kirk's going to Kirk it and and figure out a way to give us the an opportunity to win the game right at the end, and 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 hopefully the Cowboys take advantage of it. So yeah, twenty four twenty one, whatever. That's fine. That sounds like a good number. Let's, let's go with that. Man, I love how much you don't care about this. This is awesome. I just um, don't care about the, the the score guessing part. It's arbitrary. I can I want to talk <laughs> intimately about how I think the game will go, but I you know trying to predict specifically ah trying to predict specific scores. Say that really fast. Is 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 arbitrary to me. Cowboys are two point underdogs at home. I'm taking the Cowboys and the points. Um really quickly the Redskins are banged up too I, I think their whole defensive line I think is basically out I know we talked about Terrell McLean Phil Taylor their nose tackles out for the season I, they just got a bunch of injuries on their defensive line uh, they've got Chris Thompson their basically all-around weapon is out for the season so they're going through a lot as well um, I think it's probably going to be an ugly game but we'll see that's it for today's show We will be back next time to review the Cowboys game over the Redskins. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy the game.